Welcome back to the E-Commerce Titans podcast. And on today's podcast episode, I have Jocker, one of the media buyers at the Dimnico Agency. And in today's um, podcast episode out of the Ecom Toolbox, we're going to be talking about social proof, right? Jocker has been testing some new strategies inside um, some of the accounts. And she wants to share with you guys today the importance of social proof, how she builds the social proof, and then how she uses those ads in other campaigns to start bringing in conversions and sales. So Jocker, it's always really good to have you on. Um, I'd love for you to you know, dive into this topic and share with everyone kind of what you've been doing in the accounts and how these guys listening can do it as well. Okay. Hello, guys. I'm Jocker. I'm working as a media buyer at Inico Agency. And uh, today I would like to tell you some tips and tricks about uh, post-engagement. Because uh, post-engagement are very important to boost your business and uh, will credit your ads. Um, there are niches where social proof is very important. Obviously, it means, uh, I mean, it, it's important everywhere. But there are super sensitive categories. Niches like uh, health-related topics, beauty-related, cosmetics, creams, baby and kids goods. So there, the clients or customers are more happy to buy your product if they see that there are a lot of likes or comments under your ad. So it just gives them a trust uh, for your product, which is really important. Perfect. So awesome. Today, so uh, yeah. So go on. Go yeah. on. Okay. So today uh, I can uh, tell you a bit about uh, my methods. So how I used to do it. Yep. My goal is to gain as many social proof for my ads as possible. So mm -hmm. they can start on a higher level, on a more professional uh, way. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So yeah, tell, tell everyone a little bit about like um, the method of how you do get the social proof. And then like, yeah, like you're kind of step, I think there's like three steps to your process. So yeah, maybe walk them through yes. your steps and then we'll dive into the detail of it as well to make sure it's clear. Yes, okay. So when we start uh, with a new ad, with a new creative, it has no social proof and it can take a long time to get it. Mm -hmm. It means weeks or even longer. Mm -hmm. And until then, your campaign spends money, but uh, your ad is still not so convincing for your customers. So there is a trick what you can use in this case. Uh, first of all, uh, what I start with is uh, I'm creating my ads as I would like them to run in the future. Like uh, I create a conversion campaign with proper settings, proper ad copy, headline, landing page link, mm -hmm. and the call to action button, what I would like to use in the future. It can be shop now or learn more or whatever you like to use. And then I start this conversion campaign with a low budget. I let it run, let's say for one day. So all our all our ad can get some spending, a very minimal amount of money, but they, the system creates an ID for them. Then I go and check these IDs one by one and copy them. Yep. After this, I start an engagement campaign, which is uh, a PPE campaign. Mm -hmm. And 
I I put all these ad IDs into this conversion into this um, um, sorry <laughs> engagement campaign. Yep. Okay. So you've got the um, so just to kind of summarize quickly. So you launch a conversion campaigns um, with your ads, and then you let it spend or you know let things get approved. Maybe have a little bit of um you know few. It doesn't even need to be much spend at all. Just get the IDs. Then you'll grab yes, all of those post IDs and start a brand new engagement campaign and put those post IDs in that campaign to start getting engagement. So at this point, how long do you let it get engagement for? And then once it does have the level of engagement, what do you do next? Um, when I start the engagement campaign, the system starts collecting social proof, which means um, likes, comments, shares, and their your ad. Yep. Usually I run it for some days or until I am happy with the results. Let's say my goal is to get the 150 likes under my ad. It already looks serious, I would say. Yep. Then I uh, just start my PPA campaign and watch it every day. Yep. So I check my ad IDs and see how it's going. When the number of likes reaches that amount I'm happy with, then I can stop the PP uh, campaign or ad, yep. actually, because you can stop by ad as well. Yep. So you don't have to wait all the IDs having the same um, social proof. Mm -hmm. Once we'll get uh, sooner, once later, so... I just check it and uh, extract the ones which are already okay for my future goals. Mm -hmm. Then I can already create a new conversion campaign with that audience who I want to target. It can be a prospecting, retargeting, lookalikes, engagers, whoever I want. Yep. And I will place that exact post ID as a post into them Perfect. and then the campaign uh, the conversion campaign with the same these exact ids these already carry the social proof with themselves mm -hmm. but the system already starts optimizing them for the for the highest amount of sales mm -hmm. perfect so just so everyone's kind of 100% clear here, like you're, once you're getting them through the engagement campaign, they've hit your goal of how many likes or comments, then you're pulling them out into their own conversion campaign so that people are seeing these ads, you know, with 150 likes or 20 comments. And, you know, if you're in, say, I think Jocko was saying the beauty niche, baby or cosmetics, having that social proof is really important because it's a super competitive market. And if you're, of course, things can work from zero social proof, but it's a lot harder because there's no trust. You know, it's another element that you need to get over as an objection. But if there's a, if there's social proof there, it's it's more likely to convert. Um, so I think that process is super clear there, Jocker. But I wanted to ask a specific question. Let's say, all right, so you've got your, let's say eight, or just so one thing I don't think you, I'm not sure if you mentioned, you were saying that to me earlier, in the original conversion campaign, you might be testing like eight creatives. So like 
eight different images or videos, one ad copy, one headline. Yeah. Actually, it can be, it can be eight, it can be two, it okay. can be any number. Yeah. Let's say I get like uh, five new videos from uh, the creative team and I want to test them all. It doesn't matter. Just I need the, the IDs. Yes. From, okay. And uh, in my final campaign with the social proof, I will only place as many ads from this, I would say, ad pool or master campaign, mm -hmm. as many I need or want. Gotcha. So yeah, like if you guys, um, maybe you're, you're building your own ads and you're like, all right, I've got three new images or videos I want to test. Do this process. If, if you've got a creative team and they do eight, test them this way as well. Jockers are saying it doesn't, you know, if you get one, test one. If you get three, test three. If you get eight, do it like that. But you're going to start that original conversion campaign, pull them over into the into an engagement campaign, wait till it hits your um, you know, likes, comments, shares goal, and then pull it into a brand new conversion campaign. But my question for you was, let's say you're, you've got the PPE campaign running and one of them hits your goal. So you're going to pull that out into a new conversion campaign. If a second one and a third one then hits the goal next, do you put it into the same campaign or do you do a separate campaign? It's up to you. Um, from that point, the the ads have the social proof. You can do with them whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, you can create uh, new campaigns based on each, or you can place three IDs into one ad set. You are free to do because these mm -hmm. are ready ads, yeah. ready to go. Um, full with social proof and placing them into conversion campaigns. The point is that the conversion campaigns are optimized getting as many purchasers as possible. Yeah. So from that point, I would say you are free to use them in any combination you use to run your ads normally. Perfect. And like, just one thing I want to make clear because I know a lot of people will, will probably want to ask this question of like, um, like why just let it run in the original conversion campaign. And like, you can do that and it could work, but putting it into that PPE kind of speeds up the engagement process so that when you put it back into conversion, you're going to hopefully get better results than if you just ran the conversion campaign by itself. Right. And just to be very clear, when you put it in the PPE campaign, don't expect any, if not, you know, very little sales because it's very, you're not, it's not very likely you're going to get sales from that PPE campaign. Yeah, it's not designed for that. Yeah, exactly. That's why when you do get the engagement, which is the goal, then you pull it back to an engage, uh, to a conversion campaign because that's when you're going after the purchases. You know, with Facebook, you've got all your different, different objectives of traffic, conversion, engagement, video views, whatever. Whatever you select, that's what Facebook's going to try and do for you. If, like, if you want exactly. video views, you'll get video views. You're not going to get purchases. You might have some trickle in, but it's not going to be optimized for purchases. And just like when you're running a conversion campaign, you might not get a lot of engagement. It's because the goal is an engagement, right? So this process is all about speeding up that social proof process so that you've got, I love how you said like ready, ready ads, like they're ready made, they're ready to go because, you know, typically ready to go is just brand new. But this is like a little hack to speed up that process so that you can have a 
you can have an ad that's performing almost you know from the, the get-go even though it's had some engagement already and the beauty of this is you don't have to spend much on an engagement campaign to get engagement because facebook's very smart how to get that engagement and then when you push that over to a conversion campaign you should hopefully see lower cpas and a higher return on ad spend um so this is a really useful tip um that jock has been implementing on the accounts and hopefully you guys are getting some value out of this was there anything else you want to add into what i mentioned there no, I think uh, you summarized it perfectly. Awesome. Great. Well, we can wrap it up there. Um, so if you guys are listening, I definitely think you should try this for your account. Um, of course, there's a millions of different strategies and techniques um, that you guys can implement, but this is one that Jacques has been doing for our, our clients at the moment. It's been working really well. So you guys should definitely implement on, uh, that on your account. And if you're looking to have a, you know, a further conversation with our agency and how potentially we could help you, of course, make sure you subscribe to this podcast and keep listening on. Or you can actually visit our website, you know, dimnico.com, book through, book a call through there. We can have a conversation about how we could help your business. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, Jocka, for jumping on. I always love talk, talking to you and I'll chat to you soon. Have a great day.